we're getting into it, aka Patters. Welcome back, Peter A. DeLuca here. Episode 564 of AKA Pads, the Film Buff Podcast. And I'm your host, Peter A. DeLuca, AKA Pad69, and nicknamed the Eclectic One by myself because we're eclectic. And I think even uh, how I'm bringing this movie to you proves how eclectic I am. I, I'm still fresh. I mean, it took me a week to fall into a sleep cycle where I was waking up feeling good, feeling refreshed. But I went on a two-week-long vacation to Europe. Uh, We took multiple flights. We went Paris to Rome, Rome to Florence, uh, Florence to Milan, Milan to Dublin, and it was crazy. And then as soon as I got back, it was go time. Uh, We had graduations. There was just one event after the next. Uh, Back-to-back birthdays, my my birthday, my fiancé's birthday. Uh, people, it's it was nuts. But with all of these flights, guess what we get to do? You, yeah, yeah, that's right. We get to watch movies. And we had some wonderful, <laughs> like, we got so lucky. I got lucky. Wonderful selection. Thank you, American Airlines, because you were able to bring me, you were able to bring me a movie, 1988, directed by Christopher Ferrier's. Dangerous Liaisons. Ever see Cool Intentions? This movie is the baseline for that. Academy Awards. Let, let, let's just get into it. Because we went to Paris. I love Paris so much. And I just thought Dangerous Liaisons would just be perfect. I thought the timing was there. And I watched it. And it literally blew me away. And my fiance, or at the time, my soon-to-be fiance, uh, you know, she always asks me for recommendations because she doesn't know movies. And I put the, I watched it, then put it on for her. And she fell in love with it. And I had the movie next to me, like within my peripheral vision, but silent. So I really spent about four hours staring at this movie. And I just have to say, it is a way, it's an eclectic way to experience a movie of this level for the first time. But let's, let's just get into some of the Academy Award nominations and wins. Nomination, Best Picture. Nomination, Best Actress, Glenn Close. Nomination, Best Supporting Actress, Michelle Pfeiffer. Best Screenplay, one. Best Art Direction, one. Best Costume Design, one. Best Original Score, nominated it is beyond me how john malkovich does not get nominated for this it's it's beyond me he in this movie you love him you hate him uma thurman's in this movie you feel sorry for her keanu reeves is in this movie you feel sorry for him glenn close you love it when she gets it at the end and and so what is all of this i if you've seen um, Cruel Intentions, right? Cruel Intentions is the this this movie, this type of story. It's it's a sketch for Cruel Intentions, but essentially, it's hey, you and me, we're we're kind of evil, affluent people. <laughs> let's let's get back at someone that slighted us, but let's get back in a very creative, evil way. 
And what is that way? Well, that way is let's manipulate, manipulate the hearts and minds of people close to this person. Let's make him fall in love and let's take that girl. Let's torture him with the heart. And that is the baseline of of this entire movie. Now, we're set in France. We're set in like the Napoleonic uh, France. Uh, yeah, so we get the architecture, we get the the rooms, we get the clothing. The opening credits for this movie mesmerizing. It it sticks into your gray matter. You're seeing how these people prepare themselves. And if you're not familiar with it, again, the, the intention of every single movie, the intention of every single movie is to educate you. And within minutes of this movie, we're educated. And we're blown away by it. And this, this is... This is a reminder of how good some of these movies are, how good they can be. Uh, even Glenn Close, Glenn Close has this 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 quiet manipulation about her. She is moving through the social ranks, and she's she's pushing things one way and pulling things another. And we see her attitude change from manipulation to like complete. Um, fakeness you know like it's 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 staggering and and spoiler alert john when john malkovich dies in this movie you feel for him you really do it's all his performance when glenn close gets the news because they have a lurid history they have a romantic history the two of them themselves are playing a chess match when glenn close gets the news of john malkovich's death she loses it and that scene does not leave you and the ending of the movie does not leave you where she gets her just desserts she gets what she has coming to her and it is nothing but satisfactory and you know talking about some of the eclectic nature of some of this stuff okay people back in the day when I was giving myself the most extreme film education, the most harsh film education a person from New Jersey could have, I rented this movie a few times. Maybe two, maybe three times. Multiple video stores. Maybe from Hollywood Video and maybe from Blockbuster. And I paid those late fees when the, the cassette, when, when that clamshell case, when that hard case just sat, it just sat there. And I could not, for some reason, I remember, like, I had this, like, recall. I remember just not watching this movie, wanting to watch it as I was getting up. It was this movie and Tequila Sunrise. And I want to say I've seen Tequila Sunrise. I'm pretty sure I have. And I don't remember it. So, there you go. But this was just one of those movies where it was, it was, it was this, it was The Age of Innocence, uh, it, uh, the not the last Buddha. What was the Academy Award? Uh, um, the last Emperor. Like these were like the period pieces that were like significant that got attention that you just heard people talk about that you had to watch. People, uh, I, I I was watching this on an airplane on my way to Paris on my way to get engaged, and I just felt this regret, but I also felt this joy that I was finally able to experience this movie. This is filmmaking in every single category at the highest caliber. 
and we're better for it. And we are introduced to a young Keanu Reeves. We're introduced to a young Uma Thurman. We're introduced to a John Malkovich and a Glenn Close absolutely in their prime. We have the very best when it comes to the the technical and the artistry of some of these movies. This there's no wasted shot, there's no wasted scene, there's no wasted moment. And along the way, we're we're dragged through the corridors where we literally feel what these characters are going through and it makes us at times it makes us laugh it makes us angry like we go through those emotions so big shout out uh, big shout, shout out to our director Stephen Ferris and this guy I would not be able to tell you anything he directed but when we go through his filmography his follow up to this so he essentially started directing 1971 Gumshoe but let's just jump to 1988, Dangerous Liaisons. He's also made a movie for every single possible film studio in the 20th century. 1990, The Grifters. 1992, Hero. I, I, I used to watch Hero all the time. It used to always be on TV. Mary Riley. The High Low Country. High Fidelity. Liam. And then it's not until we get to the program, 2015, uh, that's a Lance Armstrong movie. But this guy is a storied filmmaker. His, his most recent movie, 2022, The Lost King. I mean, I just, I, I want to get into everything that this guy made. Now, his counterpart, the writer, Christopher Hampton, uh, is, geez, like his bibliography or his credits are insane he has credits in every single type of category a writer can he's collaborated with Stephen Ferris before people this is a movie made by masters all the way through it and if I saw this and just didn't follow the Academy Awards as closely as I do or study the history of it I, yeah, like if I know anybody, I would have said that this movie won Best Picture. It had to have won Best Picture. But even in 1988, it's a highly competitive category. Everything down the line, uh, you know, and historically, actresses and supporting actresses, not not so competitive just because there's just not the, enough roles. to. I, 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 I've said it for a long time. Uh, actress and supporting actress should be three. It, it should be three slots. It shouldn't be five. Uh, they <laughs> Academy Award rant coming up, but they have to get the nominations back down to five for Best Picture. But I would have said that this movie won. But the truth is, it's it's so competitive. Nineteen eighty eight, insanely competitive year. Let's just see real quick. If, can can we get into if I click on this, you guys are with me here. If we click on this, the 61st Academy Awards. Here we go. Yeah, I mean, accidental. These are the movies. These are the movies up for Best Picture that year. Working Girl. Mississippi Burning. Accidental Tourist. Dangerous Liaisons. Best Picture. Rain Man. 
Dustin Hoffman, Tom Cruise. Now, actor, Dustin Hoffman, Gene Hackman, Tom Hanks for big. Edward James, almost, staying and deliver. Max, Max von Steindow. Yeah, uh, even that, I mean, no room for John Malkovich. It's, uh, people, we have everything, and Glenn Close lost to Jodie Foster for The Accused, uh, well earned there, by the way. All right, AKA Patters. <laughs> Next up is another movie I watched on The Flight, and guess what that is? Jumanji, The Next Level. Let's talk about it. All right, AKA Patters, I got to get going. We'll be back very soon.